to know that we were how far in like 15 minutes 16 minutes into the podcast when i realized that my mic wasn't working like how fucked is that but anyway um i'm here with my sister and we were shooting the shit and then we got canceled and yeah this is her okay give me a better introduction you can introduce yourself though okay um i'm Arthi's sister older sister um honored to be on the pod longtime listener and fan shut the fuck up <laughs> but yeah i've she's been wanting me on here for a while and so i'm happy it's finally coming together we yeah. we live in different cities she lives in actually i'm gonna beep that out i don't think people need to know where you live I'm bleeping it out. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> um, do we need some kind of like secrecy. What if I blow up one day? You want people to know you live there? Honestly, that's like public information at this point. But wait, no, I'm moving in like two months. She lives in Gainesville, guys. <laughs> that, why were, the fact that she was going to bleep out Gainesville is I don't so know, embarrassing. Like, I mean, I was going to bleep it out for privacy reasons, but also like that's embarrassing. I'll be honest. I go to the University of Florida, Gainesville. You can know everything you want about me. I'm about Whoa. to leave. Okay. Well, anyway... I wanted her on here for a while because we are very similar. We're very, like, different, like, personalities, but we live the same life. Like, it's actually really crazy. Like, everything happens to her first and then, like, me second. So, like, everything she goes through with relationships and the the same kind of guys, too. Like, I will also go through the same thing. It's just, it's really weird. Yeah. We are, like soulmates and twin flames in the worst way and you would think that like because it happened to me first you, she would like learn a lesson no. but no no lessons are learned but i like it because our lives do parallel each other in like every way so whenever we like come together and reflect we have we have the exact same shared experience yeah. same type of boyfriend same toxic exes same relationships during it's, the same time frame too yes which is crazy and then we both had, both of our second boyfriends were also super similar. And they're, they're you know, like, very simpy. It's really, it. <laughs> it's really crazy, like, how our lives mirror one another. Mm-hmm. But I do like it in a way. Because it's like, yeah. no one else can understand sometimes. But then I know that if I'm going through it, she either currently is or she's about Shut to. Shut <laughs> fuck up. I literally hate that. You are like a cautionary tale. Yes. Um, except I don't learn. And... You know, actually, it was really great. Well, it wasn't great, but we both went through breakups this summer. But, but, but that means we both had a hot girl summer at the same time. The world was fearful. Yeah. I went blonde, bitch. I will say she, she, she had a hot girl summer. I was a hot girl observer of a hot girl summer. No, no, no. (laughs) You, you went, every time we went to Texas, you're like pulling, you did the thing. I was a yeehaw girl this summer. Yeah. But circle back, circle back. Why are we on the pod today? We're on the pod because we have crazy exes. If you guys are listening to this, first of all, how did you find this? That means you're, (laughs) you're literally still stalking us. And second, Fuck you. Everything we say in this pod is true. And if you didn't want it to be said, maybe you shouldn't have fucking done it. Yeah. So this isn't slander. It's just honesty. This is the truth. Unfiltered. Don't make that the title of this episode. I Oh, no, 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 no. With with the two dots, the colon, unfiltered. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, Yeah. We both have really crazy exes and... I think we just we just have to share. Like this is something that I've always wanted to share and now I have a platform to publicly expose them. So let's do it. Let's kick it off with you. Um 
there is one story there's many stories of her ex all mine are like kind of traumatizing but hers are like actually very entertaining um now that it's already happened one specifically that i like is that i like my favorite <laughs> my favorite trauma story my of yours. favorite chapter in your book <laughs> which one let me see there's so many um but i really love I, I need to stop saying that the music festival one okay that one she loves one. that period love of my it. life <laughs> okay okay i'm also really hoping that our voices don't sound too similar because no one's gonna know who's who my voice is so deep same. I literally got no it's not you weren't called a man in elementary <laughs> school you didn't cry yourself to sleep about that okay I wrote about it in my diary this guy Lucas no Lewis fuck you Lewis if you ever listen to this called me a man when I was in fifth grade okay that's all I had to say okay thank you for sharing your trauma it's my turn <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay so sorry to you not sorry to Luke so we Lewis. need to sorry Lewis <laughs> he was a he was a Sorry. <laughs> okay, circling back to me, the main character, mm. we need to think of a, a code name for this man because we don't utter his name in this house. We're certainly not going to utter it on the pod. Okay, last episode that I had a guest, B, I didn't know what to use, so I used Arnold because it's such a fucking ugly name. <laughs> so we're just going to have to... We're going with Arnold. Honestly, I love that because I don't know anyone named Arnold, so this is this is we my can, Arnold. Exactly. We can just slander the name. If you guys know anyone named Arnold, like, fuck them. Yeah. Hey, Arnold. Hey, Arnold. Okay, before we got cut off, like, on our last pod, we were having this conversation, and I was like... I was confusing Arnold with Arthur for so long. And I was like, what show are you talking about? He has a sister. Let's like BJ, PJ. DJ. DJ. <laughs> okay, so you're wrong on all fronts. The show is Hey Arnold. And then the other show is Arthur. Yeah. She combined the two. As I do. Like Bed Bath & Body Works. That should be a real place. It should. Anyway. Okay, Arnold. so, 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 so. Let me set the scene for y'all. I think it was maybe around 2017, I want to say. That sounds like a ripe year. Old. (laughs) (laughs) You know those TikToks are like, damn. (laughs) Yeah, tone it down. So it was around 2017, and he, um, Arnold, wanted to go to a music festival with me. This is something we did often, and they were usually really fun. But this one, I should have known. I knew it was going to be sus because it was just me and him going. And typically we usually went with a big group of friends. So just me and him going kind of like spooked me a little because I was trapped. like, I, I wasn't afraid of being trapped. I was just like, dang, it's not as fun when you don't have like a crew rolling up to a fest. So initially I was like, oh, whatever. But you know, it's my boyfriend. Like, of course I'm going to be safe with my boyfriend. What you, could go wrong? You would think, right? Yeah. Anyway, it was um, a shitty festival. It was not ultra. It was just this low-budget festival in Miami called... Life in Color, baby. Life if you in know, Color. you know. If you know, I'm so sorry. The ghettoest of ghetto festivals. Yeah. It was Life in Color, L-I-C, or Lick. Lick. <laughs> hit a lick. Oh my God, doesn't that mean like like a gun reference? Like a like hit a lick? Wait, it's no drug reference. Okay, continue. I've never heard that phrase before, but um, we were at Lick and it was it was a time. I mean, I'm embarrassed to tell this story because it kind of reflects poorly on me. (laughs) Only him. Only him. So we get to the festival and he while we're in the line right before we get in, he like slips me a tab of acid and I'm not incriminating myself. I promise, because guess what? I didn't take the tab. 
go ahead, bitch. <laughs> what did you do instead? Tell I him. Literally <laughs> pretended like I took it because I knew he would bully me if I didn't. So Fucking I pretended Arnold. like I took it and I just threw it on the ground, which was I know a waste of money, but I just knew like my intuition was so strong in that moment. Your gut is always right. Always. I don't always always listen, but that bitch is always right. Yeah. Like I knew something in me was like, Hey, you might need to like be sober and conscious tonight. Throw this tab of acid. Yes. No, no, no. The angel on my shoulder straight up was like, no, no baby, you don't need this today. So I was like, yeah, you're right. So I threw it. He like turns back around. He's like, did you take it? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he took who knows what, Molly and acid. I don't know in what doses. Must have been a lot though, because he was very unwell. Okay, we- wait, a little side tangent on that. Like, it really pisses me off. Like, I've noticed this a lot because I go to a lot of festivals. You did too, like back in your day. <laughs> um, and it's like a competition. Like, all the guys are like, oh, like I took seven times of acid and three this. And that. I'm like, why? Like, just yeah. have a good time. You look like a fool. You're falling over. Everybody. Like, why is it that way? Like, even with drinking, like, guys are like, oh, really? Because I, I took 10 shots and three beers. I'm like, okay, you're an alcoholic. Yeah. And what? I had one one seltzer and I'm lit. What's yeah. up? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? We're on the same level, Brad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I just hate that. I think that's so cringe. Yeah, and I just felt very pressured. Because I knew he had that same mentality of like, oh, take more. Why are you not taking more? Uh, like, I can have a great time regardless. Sorry, Arnold. You can't have a good time. Yeah. And I was also just like, you know, again, intuition. Something in me was like, don't take it. So had to follow my heart, guys. But when we were at the fest, um, a series of red flags unfolded. Um, but the first of many was I was just minding my business, dancing as one does at a festival. Pardon. And he looks over at me. He looks down at my feet and he literally goes, I don't like the way you're dancing right now. <laughs> and I straight up was like, okay, I Stop really dancing immediately. I also was not doing anything controversial, y'all. Like I was doing like a little side to side, like like you know, like a little shuffle around. Like I was not putting on a show. I was just moving to the beat. And he was like, "Oh, I hate the way you're moving right now. I don't like how you're dancing." Ugh. So yeah, quite the opposite of a foot Freak. fetish. Yeah. So I was like already kind of peeved because I was like, "Why is he even calling me out?" Like whatever. I but, thought you said opposite of a foot fetish. I never even said anything about foot fetish. Okay, but when, like, someone is staring at your feet, like, possibly foot fetish. I'm so But then dead. someone's roasting you, that's the opposite of a foot fetish. Okay, continue. <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, so after that, he goes, oh, um, you remind me of someone. I just can't, I can't, like, figure Ew. it out. And he's, like, closing his eyes, like, stressed. And I was like, babe, I'm your girlfriend of, like, three plus years. I hope I remind you of me and only me. Like, it's a little late to be saying I remind you of someone. What an id. But again, that was just him, like, completely fried. Like, I don't know what was going through his head, but he wasn't himself. And then the final thing he did, um, he, he ran away. <laughs> Simply put, he looked at me and goes, I don't trust you right now. Like, something is so off. Like, I don't feel safe. Are you kidding me? And I looked at him and I was like, is this a joke? Like, I've... How do you even respond when your boyfriend looks you in the eye? He's like completely wide-eyed like you just killed someone. And he's like, I don't trust you right now. Like, I have to get away. So instead of like running deeper into the fest or running in a circle or, you know, anything, he leaves. And there's no re-entry for most festivals. Exactly. 
And so even though I have a wristband, I can't come back in once I leave. So part of me was like Should've hesitant. Stayed. I was like, oh, should I run after him? But no, no. I mean, obviously you're going to run after your boyfriend. Like mm. I'm not about to be by myself. And at the time I really cared about him, you know? So, at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I did run after him, but, um, he is, he, he's a runner. He's a track star. He's a soccer kid in yeah. high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're giving a lot of details out, so don't... We're don't. not. All they know is Arnold and soccer. Yeah. Oh, let me put out another detail. He's fucking 5'5". Five five. What an <laughs> idiot. I literally tower over him. The first time I met him, I was like, this fool... Pooja, this fool. Okay, he was five six, but I know what you're saying. But what does that matter? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm like on your side. I completely could agree. Could stomp him, and I should have when I had the chance. She could have punted him. I. <laughs> you know, whenever you see something really small, I was telling somebody this yesterday when we were walking. We saw like a really small dog, and I was like, I know this is fucked up. Forgive me, but like, do you ever see a really small animal, and you're like, I could kick you, and you wouldn't survive. I don't think that, but I know, I know what you mean because it's so fucking small. Yeah, like, yeah. Do do? And like You're the sheer stupid. size of it. So yeah, he yeah. he can be likened to a chihuahua essentially. <laughs> but he ran away, and not gonna lie, it was one of the worst feelings ever. Because what do you mean, not gonna lie? Like, don't lie. Like, yeah, that's true. Completely unfiltered. It was one of the worst feelings. Unfiltered. He had left. He was running at the speed of light. I simply could not catch up to him. I was also wearing like my little bodysuit and had glitter streaming down my face because I was crying and it was raining and it was really, really less than optimal. I have to I have to paint the scene for you guys. Shitty pitch black, Miami. pitch black in Miami in like the Hard Rock Stadium or whatever that shit's called. And it was just really unsafe, first of all. Like, I swear I heard gunshots at some point. I was fully by myself with a phone on 4%. The cops actually came up to me at one point and they were like, what are you doing? Like, because I mean, I was looking kind of sketch, I guess, but it was horrible because I was like literally sobbing and I couldn't explain the story to them because I knew they wouldn't really take my side or have empathy for me. They would probably just be like, well, why is he rolling on 10 different things? Yeah. They'd be like, oh, so you're both crackheads. Yeah. And I wasn't, but like, how do you prove that? And I also didn't want to deal with them because it's not like the cops are really going to help my situation. Also, didn't you have shit on you i yeah i think he had given me something this is not incriminating this is arnold's fault (laughs) so he had like given me something at some point like early on in the fest or maybe when we were online and asked me to hold it because like i had pockets or a backpack or something and i forgot that i had it so it was really terrifying when like you know police were coming up to me and asking me questions because it really wasn't mine and I really hadn't taken anything so I'm just really grateful that like they didn't investigate me or I didn't look sketchier I guess like maybe they yeah no it's still really messy but maybe because I was sobbing they let me go but no it could have ended up way worse and none of it would have been my fault um but it still ended up pretty bad like honestly I think my night would have been better if I got arrested um why it would have just ended there that's true exactly because i wouldn't have to tell this tale i would maybe have just gotten bailed out of jail and like lived a life yeah so here we go he's gone my phone's on four percent i'm like very wary to call people because i have to be like mindful like i'm you know using my like prison phone call like i have to be careful yeah i have to be careful about who i make my phone call to i only have a few so my first one's obviously to him he doesn't pick up obviously obviously and so then I like put my phone away and start thinking because I'm like, okay, who can I call that will help me and not, you know, not answer the phone? And 
then as I'm like pondering, I get a phone call. So I've looked down. And I'm like, oh, it's him. No, it's his mother. Not the mom. Not the mom. Not and the mom. <laughs> so I pick up the phone and she's like, hey, where are you? I just got a phone call from my son and he's not with you right now. And he sounds panicked. And I was just like, God damn it. This better if not. only you knew, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really liked her. So I didn't want to like, you know, lash out at her. But I felt kind of like sad and attacked. I was like, okay, yeah. don't, don't you dare ask me you like are. what I'm doing. I'm searching. I have a one man search party going on for your son right now That's because it. he left me. So I just thought it was kind of unfair. But I asked her, I was like, did he say where he is? Like, I'm trying to find him. And she did not know that he was like rolling either. And I didn't have the heart to tell her. Um, but I should have because then it made me look like the bad guy. Like, yeah. I ditched him. Like, hey, your son is actually a crackhead. Yeah. Yeah. But that wasn't the time or place. So I was just like, okay, do you know where he is? And she goes, yeah, he's at a marathon gas station. Which one? And I was like, you know, that's profoundly unhelpful, actually, because I also don't want to be wandering the streets of Miami going to a marathon and knowing him he's so fast he could be at any one of them and it's really unsafe to just walk around pop your head in every marathon and be like have y'all have y'all seen Arnold (laughs) yeah no I mean honestly like he probably looked so scary like his pupils were probably huge like the size of his goddamn eye yeah sweating and he's like (laughs) like I could I would be so scared if I saw him at a marathon like I would call the police yeah yeah if I saw him exactly so I was already kind of just irritated that he was at a marathon, but I was like, okay, you know, he's safe. He, he called his mom like, cool, cool. He didn't call me, but he called his mother. Wonderful. So then I like, trust you. Oh yeah. 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 I look like someone he knows and my feet were bothering him. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, um, an idea comes to mind. I remembered that his two, like one of his two best guy friends were in Miami at the time. So I call them and I was like, Hey, your friend slash my boyfriend is literally insane right now and he ran away from me i'll explain later but could you please get here that's so embarrassing it's embarrassing i'm so glad you had their phone numbers but that's yeah. so embarrassing like hey your best friend yeah is insane yeah but i'm honestly really glad that they helped me because i don't know sometimes boyfriends friends can like take their side and like yeah. gaslight you i guess but they were really sweet and like they didn't ask for an explanation. They were like, yeah, we'll be there. Don't go anywhere. Probably fucking knew. Like, yeah, yeah. Guy. They must have known. But anyway, my phone was on like 2% and I was so worried that they wouldn't get there because if I couldn't call them back, I would have no way of reaching them. So thank God they arrived, picked me up from the curb. I was literally sobbing. I don't know how they even saw me in the pitch block, but they scooped me up and then they get a call from my boyfriend. Again, he's calling everyone on the planet except me. So he whatever. Address you. Simply, why like, don't you get that? <laughs> Damn. No, like he had every reason because I was clearly like such he a didn't menace. Like your feet. <laughs> That's what it was. No, <laughs> dead eyes. That's where it all started. But um, he calls them and he tells them, "Hey, um, I'm, I'm at someone's house. I'm at a safe location. I'm gonna drop you a pin." And then uh. hangs up. And I was just like, "Are you kidding me? He left marathon." A, a super a sketch place ran a, marathon, ran a marathon and ended up in a potentially even less safe place someone's house like An id like a full-on id which is short for idiot if yeah. our if our followers don't get our lingo yeah but we go to this pin it is the scariest house we knock on the door like terrified because what if he's lying and he's luring us to like sex trafficking trap 2012 coney 2012 through coney 2016 guys if you believe that coney is not a thing anymore 
You're think fucking, again. You're an id. Think again. Yeah. Coney <laughs> is alive. And I think Coney was the one housing him in that moment. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. He comes out of the house because we knock on the door. And the owner of the house is literally like, hey, your friend is here with us. Um, It was pouring rain and he was banging on the door. So I let uh. him in. And like the door cracks open open even even farther and i see my boyfriend just standing there shamelessly in the back he's wearing a red hoodie that does not belong to him and the owner's like the owner's like oh yeah i gave him a hoodie because he looked really cold and i was like oh my god this is so embarrassing like it's almost like when you lose your kid in a grocery store and then someone else takes responsibility for them i felt like that kind of person i was just like apologizing profusely and the owner was so weirded out he was like yeah um your friend was telling me all these really weird stories oh, like no. i don't think he's okay and Obviously i was like not did they look at the condition that this man pulled up in <laughs> yeah no and he knew because i mean anyone that's banging on your door like that is Wait, a menace i'm sorry why did they let him in i'd be like you killed somebody like i'm not gonna house a criminal like how did they just like let him in i don't know why they let not. him in but i think it's because it was raining so you would house a murderer if it was like, oh, it's raining, let me in. Like, no. Yeah, no, they should have been more skeptical, but I don't yeah. know. Maybe he maybe he God, said something. Maybe he Yeah, no, I was really grateful. So I literally said to the guy, I was like, I can't thank you enough. Like, please, we'll send you some money. Like, I'm so sorry for the inconvenience. He was a nice guy. Like, he really didn't care, but he was just like, you know, take care of your friend. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. If you didn't fucking run off, it's like not even your fault. Yeah, I know. I felt really embarrassed because I That's felt like... Burr. Short for embarrassing. Yeah, she she really does start a lot of lingo trends. So if you start, if you find yourself using id or burr, people do. My friends do. <laughs> That's the thing. Like people say burr. I really don't like that. I could deal with ember, but not burr. When I said I started saying nor so long ago, and n a u r. I spell it N O R. I don't know why. Like I'm just such a snore. I like N A U R. This is Australian no for anyone confused. Yeah. Like, oh, no, clear, <laughs> you know? Anyway, um, back to this story. It is so far from over, I hate to say. I hate that. But we picked him up. I thought all was well, right? And I'm like, you know what? Finally, we can just go home. And this right here. And so his friends drive us back to this, what's the, Hard Rock Stadium? Fucking, I don't know. Whatever, life wherever the dolphins play, that's Your what life in color was. is not in color no, at this point. This no, bitch no. is living in black and white fully. Yeah, my no life color. was actually shrouded in darkness. No color. No color. The fest was a misnomer. But we get to the parking lot where our car was, because me and him had driven to Miami together earlier that night. And so his friends drop us off, and they're like, you know, I hope you guys are okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm completely sober. Like, I'm good to drive. Even though it was like a three and a half hour drive home, I was not excited for it, but I was like, I'll do it. I have to get out of this cursed town and so we're there and we're in front of his vehicle i kind of for a second thought it might have gotten stolen just to add insult to injury it didn't but something worse happened i looked over at him and i was like hey where are the keys and then he goes oh i threw them away shut the fuck up I was like, no, no, no. What do you mean throw the keys away? What does that mean? Check your pockets. I refuse to believe this. And he goes, oh, no. While I was running to the gas station, I threw it into a lake. Why? That was my next question. I was like, why would you do that? And he goes, I didn't want it on me. Like, it was giving me bad vibes. And I knew I didn't want to drive later. And I was like, which lake? 
because we are so you're about to go screwed right now i i couldn't even describe to you the fury all the other things of the night pissed me off but i dealt with them but this i had no explanation for like there's no solution because it was a material item that could not be retrieved oh my god and it was for the dumbest reason if you lost it maybe i would have some empathy but no you actively chose to throw it because your paranoia is like he was like this is giving me bad vibes yeah i just just can't deal with these keys right now like they're looking at me the wrong way bbo bad vibes only yeah so at this point i was just pissed because my feet bother you my face bothers you your keys bother you like why am i here like why does he even do drugs no yeah why so at this point i really was so mad because i was trying to keep my cool all night but at this point i was like wait so after all this we can't even get home and the friends dropped you off and they left already yeah and so i was like call them back yeah and i was like okay so this night just isn't gonna end we're living in like purgatory right now and i also didn't want to be anywhere near him like he's not like in his right mind he's actually not safe yeah, so it's not helpful. It's actually probably safer for me to be alone yeah. than with him. So it was horrible. But because we had his phone, his friends just came back. They came back? Yeah, I mean, they had That's to. so embarrassing. No, it was really, really bad. And so we ended up getting a hotel. We didn't even have money. Like, we had to pool together all of our money. Oh just because, like, I didn't have my card or anything. And this man, like, I don't know what he did with his money or credit cards. But I'm sure. Bad vibes. I'm sure away. he either gave them to someone the marathon like threw them chucked them out the window or like maybe a homeless person ran in the wrong way who knows either way he didn't have his belongings and so we were just pooling together our 20s and ones finding a place that would take us but it's a festival so there's no open hotel rooms that night and so we just had to go find some absolute dump of a place i didn't even sleep that night because my heart was racing i was so anxious like i was just mad it was like every emotion ever piled like, into this one this is like actually really shitty it was horrible like, this i didn't is like hell actually n- yeah no it's literally purgatory uh, because you can't like God. you're not getting out of it so bad and i didn't have my charger like i didn't even i think there was vine back then so my coping mechanism was to watch vines to calm me down yeah, so i couldn't even else? do that i was just sitting there staring at the ceiling fan that wasn't working like reminiscing on what happened and it was like really eating me alive wait that's like like I'm trying to process this for you right yeah. now. No, don't because it'll just like hurt your brain. No, like five years later and I'm still like No, yeah. No, it was really bad. That's bad. That's bad. It was just scary because I was like That's e- bad vibes. BVO. BVO. Like game. I know he didn't trust me, but I genuinely didn't. Like he didn't trust me because yeah. of like the drug paranoia. I didn't trust him God. because at this point, like I'm the only functioning one with a brain not that his friends weren't but like you know they had been out all night they were partying like who knows but like i was i felt like i was taking the brunt of all of this you know and he's my boyfriend at the end of the day like he's their friend but he's my boyfriend so ultimately yeah ultimately i feel responsible and it was just a horrible feeling because i didn't do anything wrong yeah so anyway the next morning after like 30 minutes of sleep i woke up and I get a phone call from his mom saying that she's on her way to pick us up because I don't I don't remember how she found out, but I think one of didn't us told her. her. No, no, I think one of us told her that we didn't have the key 
because at mm. the end of the day, they thought that we were going to be able to drive home. So we said, we don't have the key. We don't have a spare, nothing. And so I think maybe I told her that um, in the middle of the night. So when she saw it in the morning, she was like, okay, I'm coming. She was livid. Like I've never been, I've never seen her like that terse or like short with me, but I can imagine so she's at Miami like three and a half hours later. She takes us all home. That's such an awkward car ride. No. For three and a half when hours. When I tell you, it was silent and she only had the radio playing. And it was just like Adele songs. Like, I don't even know if it was the radio. I think it was like a CD. So it was just looping. And I was like, if I hear rolling in the deep one more time, because it like triggered me. I was like rolling. He was rolling in the deep. Oh my God. Shut up. <laughs> no, no. I wasn't actually that triggered, but it was a horrible horrible car ride his mom didn't ask any questions no she's i don't pissed. think she wanted to even hear the story no. he didn't say anything he just stared out the window and he still looked like extremely drugged oh for sure if he took that much he's like definitely still fucked yeah up the next day. and it's not like he slept like there was no possibility of it wearing off like no. he was very much in it Ugh. and i was just in the back seat like stifling tears like Wait, were you still in your outfit yes oh because my all my stuff was in his car so like we had no way of changing. I looked disgusting. I couldn't even face his mother. Like no. it was just really, really bad. Like the nightmare just didn't end, even though the sun came up. I was still, You're in, still purgatory. Stuck in purgatory. Yeah. So we go back three and a half hours later, we get to his house. Um, and his mom gives me like a change of clothes. She sits me down on the couch and like takes a deep breath and she's like, Okay, in your words, just tell me what happened. And I just started crying because I was like I'm going to be so honest with you. Like he was on so many drugs and like at this point, his parents honestly didn't even know he was doing drugs. How weird is that? It's really weird that you have to break it to them. Yeah. Even though like I didn't feel bad breaking it to them. I just didn't want to be the one to do it. Like I also felt like I was in high school again, like having to face his parents and talk about drugs. No, this was undergrad of college. No. How old do you think I am? No, this was literally college. Yeah, that's why it was worse because I just wanted to go back to Gainesville, Florida. I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, I don't want, I don't want Orlando. I don't want Miami. Like, I just want to go back and talk to my friends. Wait, this is so bad. No, it was so triggering because in your freshman year, right? I I think so. Yeah, I mean, it was early on, but I was still very much like, I have to get out of here. Uh, Like, imagine being in like your boyfriend's parents' house. I was like, like I want to be in my apartment at UF. Like, this is bad vibes. But yeah. His mom just asked me for a full rundown. I told her and I didn't do anything wrong, but I still felt so guilty because for yeah. some reason I felt like she expected me to like take better care of him. But if she knew what was going on, like I did what you I did could. everything you could. It was his choice to hate your feet and run away. Exactly. Like, and I think she was really confused because everything I was saying sounded fake. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't, like, know how drugs impact your brain, right? So she's like, what are you saying? What do you mean my son didn't like your No, yeah. Yeah, she didn't get it. And I didn't say those exact things. I just phrased it as, like, he was really paranoid and, like, took off. But, I mean, it was a horrible conversation. Like, they're such innocent, kind people. They really couldn't wrap their heads around it. Yeah. And so then... He comes up, interrupts our conversation, and goes, don't listen to anything she's saying, Mom. She's lying to you. And I was like, okay, you know what? Case in point. Like, just look at him right now. Is he still, like... No, I thought it would wear off, but he was still acting so paranoid and loopy. Like, I don't know. Isn't there, like, a half-life to this kind of stuff? Well, now he's just like that permanently. He fucked up his brain and did so many (laughs) drugs. It was so fried. fried. Yeah, it, like, reverted to, like, a permanent This is, like, actually just how he is now. Yeah. Like, actually for real. 
So it was really just terrifying. Like, he just continued being weird. And so I just used that as an example. I was like, look at him. Case in point. Case in point. Like, the fact that he's exhibiting this level of paranoia, telling you to not trust me, that's not what he would normally say. So then this she. This is so weird for the mom. She's like, what yes, the literal fuck I know. is going on? But it was also really weird for me, like, sitting in their living room. I'm a full on college student. I just want to go back home. Like, I'm having an interrogation. Yeah. So, I mean, to wrap up this story, like, essentially what ended up happening is, like, the parents freaked out. Um, once yeah. they got his side of the story, they knew he was crazy because he wasn't making any sense. Imagine figuring out your kid is like an crazy. insane person. And so, uh. I mean, I don't know the details of their conversation, but I remember like she knew he needed professional help after their conversation. So I'm Definitely. not even kidding. Like two hours later, she found a psychologist and signed him up for therapy. I'm dead as hell. Yeah. Two hours later. No, because they were so freaked out as anyone yeah. would be if like you heard this kind of material. Absolutely. And I mean, me and her, I don't want to say we bonded over that. I'm so dead. <laughs> but like she finally started understanding what I was talking about. And yeah, she just sent him to therapy. I remember I went with her to his first therapy session <laughs> and he came out and he was like, yeah that psychologist is a quack like I don't believe anything he says oh my god and I was like honestly you are so beyond the point of fixing like you're rejecting all help you're calling your psychologist crazy you're calling me crazy you know at that point crazy (laughs) exactly I was like what's the common denominator here we can't all be crazy so I don't know I mean it was a really really bad time and it like still sticks with me because like he honestly didn't get significantly better after that that was like a formative experience for me and for him for me it was like how did i ever put up with that that should have been like my last straw unfortunately it wasn't she she still continued i still stuck around and i think part of me was like i have to see him through this therapy no but like no let me tell you that is a big red flag because my ex i remember i drove him to his therapy session he was actually in gainesville like on valentine's day and (laughs) I was like, oh, like, how was it? And he's like, yeah, I just lied. And I was like, what? Yeah. Why would you do that? I mean, they just don't think they need help. And like, in his case, it was actually dangerous because it was like exhibiting signs of paranoia where like you could hurt someone, you know, like he's not just calling you crazy to like be funny or mean. Like he he literally believes like something is going on with you. Yeah. But yeah, case in point, he didn't really get much better after that. He got off like the deep end and like started trying to convince everyone around him. The earth was flat. He's a flat Um, earther guys. Like hardcore. One of my birthday gifts from him was a book about the flat earth. I'm not even kidding. It's in like mom and dad's bookshelf right now. Please throw it away. I have to, no, I have to keep it actually. Yeah, for like I have to keep it because honestly, when you say that, people are like, he did not get you a book about the Earth being flat, right? So yeah, I need to keep that. That's so funny. But no, that was one of so many stories. Like you know, another day, another pod. I'm so happy to share more because I can laugh about it now. Yeah. But it was like really traumatic, and like. I don't know. I kind of just felt like very scarred. Like I could never go to another festival again. I can Did never. You afterwards? I'm not going to lie. Was your last one. I'm not going to lie. I can't think of another one I went to after that, Ugh. which is so sad for me yeah. because I like used to enjoy it. I used to have fun, like fucking around with my friends. Yeah. But honestly, I can't remember if that was my last one or not, but I wouldn't be surprised if that was what I mean, stopped. I don't think anybody in the world would be surprised after what you went through. Yeah. It's it's just, yeah. I mean, honestly, if I went again with my friends, I'm sure I would love it. it would, yeah. But it left a really sour taste in my mouth. And that was just one of the most tiring nights. Like roaming the streets of Miami 
Like, yeah, it could have been snatched by Coney. Yeah, I could have yeah. been snatched. And I wouldn't be here to this day to tell the tale. Couldn't tell the pod. Yeah. So wow, what a what a story. Right? Honestly, like none of mine are to that length or to that like I don't know. I feel like a lot of mine, my crazy ex stories, are just like really just sad, not really entertaining. But or like, no, some of yours are funny, but they're very like situational. Like they're yeah, short stories. They're, they're not short, like yeah. long expeditions. Right. <laughs> like that was a marathon. What you said. I have a lot of like little short stories. So I guess I'll just start off on one. Um, I my friends actually joke about this. Like they're always like, oh, like your weakness is like you're colorblind like you don't ever see the red flags you don't ever you put up with too much shit and i'm like yeah like you're fucking right so we first started dating this like freshman year of college and i lived like in this dorm that was literally 500 feet maybe if that maybe 200 feet from the club so every single saturdays it was all you can drink and iconic i know iconic and everyone would come to my dorm to pregame this particular saturday I was like, hey, I don't, I don't really feel like going out. This is a separate side note, but he actually, we would get into a fight when I didn't want to go out. He would force me to go out. Like, what the fuck? The same way I got bullied to take drugs. Right. Except you didn't do it. Except I had to go. <laughs> so he comes over with all of his friends to my dorm. And I was like, I don't want this. I'm literally in my bathroom when they pulled up. Mm-mm. I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, <laughs> bringing all these fucking New Amsterdam's another side note i cannot drink new amsterdam raspberry or even smell it or even look at the fucking bottle i will throw up or take the bottle and break it on someone's head like i can't have trauma (laughs) and they all pull up to my apartment this guy's a fucking speaker i've never even seen him before and i'm like okay just make yourselves at home in my fucking small ass dorm yeah and um yeah they just start partying and then he was like oh like i have an assignment due and i was like maybe you shouldn't go out and you know what this bitch says to me he's like you need to do it his assignment and i was like what the fuck and i was like why would i do this and he's like well you took this class before so like you need to do it let me guess though you did it actually (laughs) it was like it was the coding class and i was like i don't want to fucking do this bullshit like and so then i was i yeah i started to do it Uh, and so (laughs) i started to do it i was down bad and i was doing it and i was like why am i doing this so i stopped and he's like it's due at 11 59 come on come on and i was like why don't i don't know you fucking do it you fucking do your own yeah. damn homework. And then we got into like a fight and then it, it was so awkward because it's like a small dorm. Like everyone can hear what's going on. And so I leave my own fucking dorm and I'm sitting out there crying in the hallway. And one of his friends like came out and was like consoling me. And he's like, hey, like what's going on? I was like, oh, nothing. And he's like, are you doing his homework? And I was like, wait, you were crying whilst typing on your laptop doing his homework? No, fuck no. No, the laptop was, that's old news. Like that's still in the room. I left my own dorm to go cry in the hallway in peace because his friends were all there. And that guy left and was talking to me and I was just like, yeah, like this is the situation, whatever, whatever. And I don't really remember like what happened after that. I think um he came out like the person i was dating at the time also came out and saw me like talking to his friend he's like everything's fine everything's whatever whatever because you know he always needs to be like the good guy which he's obviously not and yeah i think um i ended up going out that night because you know as you should no no i mean like oh oh you didn't want to go out no i never wanted (laughs) to go out that's the problem sorry i is the issue i get confused between 
the hot girl summer phase and then this phase of your life no, where this you is didn't like fully sad girl fully sad girl phase it was not good you're right um that was one oh my god wait another one it's like actually like really sad but like um it was a valentine's day and it was like our first valentine's day like as a couple and here's the backstory on valentine's day like it is my least favorite holiday it's still my least favorite holiday like regardless if i'm with somebody or not like i hate it and i've always had bad luck because i used to like this guy i actually talked about him in my podcast episode i had like a crush on him like the crush counter thing and i spent all night making this like heart collage for him like you know when people like I'm just gonna hold the mic up a little. Um, you know when people used to make like they used to rip the pages out and like do like one of those like copy you know the, the collages like, yeah, from different yeah, magazines yeah, yeah. or whatever? I made him this big heart and I said so it was cute. <laughs> and I made it to him made it for him and I was so excited, you know, it's Valentine's Day and I was like, Okay, I'm gonna give it to him, I'm gonna give it to him and then I did and then two hours later I saw the girl holding it. And I was like, what happened here? And apparently, he gave it to her. That's, that's like a movie. It's fucked. And so, That's your villain villain origin story. Literally my villain origin story. Because after that, I was like, fuck Valentine's Day. And yeah, I had the thing where I was like, yeah, I have bad luck every Valentine's Day. And I would tell all my friends that. And then I was like, oh my god, this is my first boyfriend. Like, this is gonna break, like, the bad streak. Mm-hmm. And it just continued. It actually like cemented the fact that you were not meant for Valentine's Day. No, actually. And he, yeah, Valentine's Day rolled around. And I was like, I walked over to his dorm and I was like, hey, like, here's your present. And he was like, oh my gosh, like, thank you. And I was, it was such a thoughtful present because I'm a good gift giver. And I was just kind of sitting there, like, quietly, like, waiting, like, where's my present? And he's like, oh, you know, your present is in, it's in my car. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I kind of waited and I waited for the next day to roll around. And the next day I was like, oh, like, you know, maybe he'll get it from his car one day or another. Two weeks go by and I am sitting in his car and I was like, hey, like, remember when you said you got me a Valentine's Day present? I was like, is it in the car? And he started laughing. He was like, oh, I didn't get you one. I never got you one. (laughs) Some sociopath behavior to laugh and be like, haha, I never got you one. Oh my god, I was literally like, oh damn. Like, it's not that the gift is important, but it's like, why did you pathologically lie? And then now you're like maniacally, maniacally, laughing, laughing like a maniac. (laughs) Yeah, literally. And the worst part is, I was like, wait, that's like actually not funny. And I was like, actually, her. And I think he saw that and he goes, he goes, I will give you a ride wherever you want. Oh, I didn't have a car my freshman oh, year. So kind and thoughtful. What a wealthy man. I was like, what the I'll fuck? I'll give you a ride in my Honda Civic. Fear not, girlfriend. No, he drove like a Ford. Like a Ford Fusion type situation. It was, I'm literally yeah. dying. That is disgusting. If a man ever said that him driving me somewhere was a gift. A gift. A Valentine's gift. When it's supposed to be something very intimate, very like special. I mean, clearly he was like just caught slipping and did not know what to say. Facts. And we were dating for like a good bit at this point. And I was like, damn, like you suck ass. Anyway, I continued to date him for another year and a half after that. So. No, because we're both clowns. Clowns. We saw the red flags and we chose to ignore them and proceed and we got fucked in the end simply put i mean like clown behavior is maybe the name of this podcast clown behavior and the clowns are us actually it's not them (laughs) because they were always going to do what they were going to do right like they're always going to be like toxic crazy people but like we're not we should have known better i know but no but think about it if we knew better we wouldn't have content 
Yeah, that's true. Our trauma is our content now. Um, there's a, there's other stories. I don't really know because I don't know if I need to put like a trigger warning or something, but like, well, maybe I'll just put a trigger warning. So like, um, trigger warning, like suicide, but like fake. So I'll continue. Um, but fake, but fake. Yeah. So I'll, I'll continue with this to see where I'm going. So I was, I wasn't allowed to, yeah. Yeah. First of all, process that I wasn't allowed to go to frat parties or to tailgate or like anything because he was immediately no yeah immediately no um so yeah anyway uh i wanted to like break up with him at this point and he was like really like scared shitless and i was like yeah i'm gonna break up with him and i went to my first frat party and i wasn't trying to get with anyone just wanted to go to a fucking frat party like what the fuck and so i went with my friends it was a good time like i was just hanging and i kid you not like my phone was re- i think he called me like 26 times that night and my friends were like arthy don't answer like no. don't do this again and i was like ignore and i was like shaking i was like oh my god like what do i do what do i do and they're like ignore it and i was like okay i'm ignoring it and then i get a text and it's like answer me answer your fucking phone because he texted me aggressively <laughs> and then he was like i am sorry not funny at all I am on top of Pensacola parking garage, which is the parking garage, the place where we went to college, and I'm going to jump. No, but that's... What? That's insane, because then tell them how fake it was. (laughs) That's why I said suicide trigger warning, but fake. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I I can't be liable for this. So I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. I need to go over there. And I'm like, I'm stressed at this point. And I come to find out he he was never there. He just said it. He just wanted to say it to say it. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm over there driving around Pensacola parking garage looking on every floor. I'm like screaming. I was like, where are you? That is so shameful because like the fact that he even said that and was like, oh, this will get her attention. Like so fucked. (laughs) No, this whole the moral of this story is we should have known better. Should have known better. No, but that's actually not the first time. So then the second time he wanted to get my attention when I didn't want to give him attention. He did the same he, thing? No, he said, I'm going to drunk drive right now if you don't come and you see me and You should have literally been like, go ahead. No. I mean, obviously not actually go ahead, but he's so full of empty threats and like he's clearly doing this to get a reaction. I know. I just, I, but I, I think, okay. The thing is like, I just he's a very like unpredictable crazy person so i was like but what if on the off chance he did like i have to be there every time even if it's fake like i I have to and that's so he was saying he's like i'm getting he's like he told me i'm in my car right now and i was like oh my fucking god and then he i found out he was at his friend's house he was never in his car no he was like i'm gonna start the car i'm gonna start driving and i was like oh my god please don't do that i hate that he's using his life as like leverage (laughs) yes and i'm gonna go obviously like god it's your life like damn i don't know that kind of manipulation was like actually insane like that was a different level of manipulation yeah um but yeah i tried to break up with him you know many times and every time i would just get roped back in and then get this at the end of it he broke up with me no, that's it's like, fucked. I mean, in my head, I like to think of it that you did end things because that's just how it should have gone. I know. There were so many opportunities and like you were just staying like because you were concerned about him, not because like you enjoyed the relationship. It was simply out of like 
is he gonna do something yeah or what so then when he was just like no i'm good i'm peacing out like that's not on you yeah he's yeah honestly damn he was brought up last night my sister and i were um (laughs) getting drinks and like he was apparently in the vicinity he uh, i guess he lives here yeah, no, we're in a completely different city, and apparently he He's lives here. I was like, bro, the trauma doesn't end. I, no. All my friends were like, Arthi, just graduate college, and you will never have to see or hear about him again. Wrong. <laughs> what are the fucking odds that after fucking college, he moves to my hometown, my fucking city, my 407, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> like, how dare you? Get out of my fucking city. Go live I mean, maybe, maybe this will spar some more content. Who knows? I hope not. I, I hope, hope I not. don't see him. I hope not. We we want content, but not from the same people. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, we're not going to even mention any other exes because I don't think they're worth mentioning. Not worth it. And we've also been talking for 47 minutes. We have. So we're going to like wrap this up here and say <laughs> when you see red flag i think we're gonna make a separate episodes on like red flags like and green flags yeah and i have a list on we my have phone a list. i have a list too yeah. i will exchange later but the second you see one red flag go don't even be like oh well it's just one just go because it's just one there's ten not to be controversial but i have oh, slightly differing advice <laughs> what is it my advice is once you see a red flag take a mental note of it but, oh my god but don't leave just yet because I just think it's, like, healthy to see a red flag and then, like, start distancing yourself a little, but still stick around because that is, like, the most crucial period of content. Like, you are going to get so much from that person, but... But you have already seen the flag and you're, like, mentally checked out, so he can't hurt you anymore. Or you could just leave. So, you know, you do you. (laughs) If you want the content, stay. If you want your mental peace and sanity, leave. So anyway, yeah, um, thanks for joining me. It's been a long time since you've been at home, so it's been yeah. awesome. And yeah, I mean, we'll be back with a lot of crazy X stuff. Part two. Part read, two, green red, flags, flags, red flags, green everything. flags. We'll yeah. brainstorm more because <laughs> there's sure. no way there's no way I'm letting all this happen to me and that I'm not sharing it There's with no way. Like, I, I was born for this. Yeah, yeah. I deserve this. This is the least I deserve. (laughs) This is my form of reparations. (laughs) Like, I'm just going to speak on this. And so, yeah, um, another note. um, Fuck you, Arnold. I don't think you would ever find this or listen to this, but literally, fuck you. And if my ex is listening to this, um, I don't know what to say to you. I'm sorry. Just get out of my city. Yeah. (laughs) Just get out of my city, man. Like, I don't don't hate you anymore. I've, like, gone through, like, the grieving whatever. I just want you to, like, not be here. Agreed. Yeah. Anyway, um, I know it was long, but thank you for sticking with us. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope you guys have a great day and a great week up ahead. Bye. Bye.